Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. Oh. The way that God loves me. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me. The way that God loves me. God loves me. Mm-hmm. The way that God loves me. But I bathed me. in the mind. Mm-hmm. Submerged myself the in the decay of the world. Oh, making bad decisions over and over again. Drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride, as he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here, trapped in my pain here. My Redeemer conquered death, hell, and the grave. Yahweh lives. So my soul can be saved. Mm, the way that God loves me. Yeah. The way that God loves me. Mm, the way that God loves me. Mm, why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend And just pretend, just pretend to love me The way that God loves me I can me. rise, rise from the dark clouds that were weighing me down Shake off the chains that were keeping me bound I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else Speak life to a situation. Release my brother, my sister from a state of depression. Cause you don't have to stay here. Trapped in your pain here. Jehovah lives. You too can be saved. Why do I doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. 
who can see, comprehend, and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. The way that God loves me. Mm. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to each and every one of you, wherever you are listening in this world. Thank you so much for joining me here today for part two of Fertile Soil here on the Sunday Morning Inspiration Show. I'm your host, C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the Mediating Shiro, right here at Our Ground Zero. You know, each week and each show, I try to tell you that when we are at Ground Zero, we need to stop looking at it as if we are at rock bottom, because what we are really, we are on solid ground. We have the chance to regain our footage, our footing, and we can dig in and prepare to propel ourselves to greater heights and further lengths, whatever you want to say to move us forward. That is what being at ground zero is all about. We just need the proper tools and resources and know-how to know how to propel ourselves forward or up or whatever we need to do to get to that next level. So welcome to each and every one of you. Welcome to our guest over in our show chat room, Brother Gene. Welcome, welcome. Guest three, welcome, welcome. So glad that you are here. Welcome to all of our guests over in our call query Thank you for being here, and hello to all of you who will be listening to us throughout the world on our various players during the replay, and of course, those of you who are listening to us live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Before we get started, as always, let's do our stress relief and release to let go of everything that has happened in the past and prepare us to be strong enough to face whatever may be coming our way from this very moment and beyond. So for our exercises, for those of you who are new, I ask that you're in a seated or lying position because your eyes need to be closed for our breathing exercises. I'll give you a few moments to do that. Um, While you're getting set up and prepared and comfortable, For this time that we will share together, Uh, I just want to give you guys some quick updates. And for those of you who are new, this is how the show flows. Uh, I will come in, do some greetings, salutations, some brief announcements while you get yourselves together to start our breathing exercises. And then we'll go into our program. There are moments throughout the program where you may hear total silence. Prayerfully, it will not be because there's any technical difficulty. The last two days, there have been quite a few glitches, but um, we have made it through just in the nick of time. That's another show that I'll be doing a little later down the road about the nick of time or divine timing. There, there's your example for the day. (laughs) I guess you all weren't expecting that. I threw some of you off, but yes, that's that moment of silence. And during that time, that's the time that I give you to reflect upon what has been discussed up to that moment. 
so that you can figure out where to apply the lessons of the day in your life or the lives of others. So with that said, if these shows help you in any small way, please feel free to share, share away. This is one of the greatest joys of doing what I do is knowing that there are people all over the world who are listening to the programs and getting something out of it. Last week, we had someone listening in from the UK and someone from Massachusetts um, called in. So I never know who's going to pop in and listen or get into the conversations because these shows come from my spirit and my soul. They are never scripted. I have no idea what I'm going to say until that mic becomes hot. And once that happens, I allow the universe, the divine, to send me whatever messages that someone in this world needs to hear. If I speak to one person today, then my job is well done. But over the years, and we're seven years old, about to be eight years old, we have touched millions of people throughout the world, literally. If I had at least a dollar for everyone who I have reached in this program for these eight years, I would be one of that, you know, the infamous 1% in this world. But um, it's not about that. And so many of the feel-good, foo-foo, fluff-fluff gurus out there, that's exactly what they're driven by, the dollars and the cents. Me, I love it and I welcome it and I'll tell you all about how to support us before the end of the show. But this is about full long because I've come down a mighty rough road and in doing so, it would be selfish of me not to help the next person find their way out of the darkness back into the light. So for those of you who are ready for that, ready, set, let's grow. We're about to jump into our program. Even though our analytics are still on the glitz here, um, our prior week, our top five countries that I want to give a shout out to is the USA, of course, the United Kingdom, Canada, the Philippines, and India. I want to thank all of you who are listening throughout the world, but these are our top five, and um, I always try to give a shout out to our top five um, countries and places who are representing. And something else, you know, every now and then I'll get up in the morning and I'll jump on social media and I'll have all of these notifications. So today, one of my supporters um, has gone through and read a lot of messages and things and given uh, a lot of thumbs up and likes and props. So a special shout out to Viola Gomez. If you're listening this morning, Thank you so much for all of your continued support. It is appreciated greatly. My mere words cannot express how appreciative I am for all of your support. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. I see that I'm having, if no one else's issues with the chat room, so I may need to go ahead and um, try to come back into the chat room and reopen it for you all and give me a few moments to do that. 
But in the interim, let's get started with our breathing exercises. Remember, this is our time to let go of all of the things we have been pulling around with us from the past, and it helps to free our heart, mind, body, spirits, and soul so that we are strong enough to face whatever may be coming our way from this very moment and beyond. So lying or seated position, eyes closed, let's get started. Let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. One more time. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. One more time with me. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. I want you to continue your breathing exercises throughout our program today. We are about to jump into today's lesson. And one one note for those of you, uh, this is part two of our Fertile Soil series. So if you have not listened to part one, please go back and listen to that before listening to this, our second part of the series. This is what gets so many of us in trouble, jumping steps and not taking care of ground zero. Remember, we just talked about that. You cannot move forward unless ground zero is in order and that you're starting from a solid, healthy place at ground zero. If you're not on solid ground, your leap, your jump is not going to be as profound, as high, as far. When you're on shaky ground and you're trying to leap a move, that's going to sabotage your momentum. So you have to go back and take care of ground zero. So go back and then come back for the rest of the story. Okay? This is a full show today, so call in and just sit and listen. Because the titanium tidbits I have for you will be very real. So get ready for some serious life talk for grown folks. And this week's inspiration comes from Luke 8.15. As for that in the good soil, they are those who hear the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. Let me say that again, Luke 8.15. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, Hold it fast in an honest and good heart and bear fruit with patience. I have said this a million times. I am not a minister. I don't claim to be, don't want to be. I don't feel in my spirit and soul that that is my calling at this time. Now, if the great I am and the universe decides to send me a different message down the road, I will, of course, abide by and look into being the best whatever the universe needs me to be. But right now, it is my job to be here with you doing exactly what I am doing right here, right now. So for those of you, I don't know if you lost the chat room. I know that I lost the chat room. So I'm still trying to recover from that. 
Now, I am back in a chat room. You may need to... Um, you may need to go ahead and uh, refresh your screen in order for you to get into the new chat room. But a uh, new chat room is now open to get rid of the error message you may be seeing. So refresh your screens and come back into the program, and you will be added back to the uh, new chat room in case yours froze. So just refresh your screens, and you'll be able to come into the new chat room. But in the interim right now, you know, last week we talked about fertile soil. Be very careful what type of sinful seeds you are allowing to be planted in your fertile soil. The mind of a young child, the brokenhearted, those people who are vulnerable, they are all fertile soil, and there are so many farmers out there waiting to plant their sinful seeds into the heart, minds, bodies, spirits, and soul of those who are ripe and wonderful fertile soil. So this is part two of the program. And last week we had a caller who had called and she was sharing her story. I was hoping that she would call back in this week. If she does, wonderful, but let me give you a little bit of a synopsis. A gentleman who she was talking to, they were in the very early stages. Um, obviously, she saw interest in him, um, and she was under the impression that perhaps, maybe, possibly, it could uh, something could be planted in the fertile soil and grow into something else. Then a new coworker had come along who announced that she was on the hunt and the prowl. And this is a story that's told there are no names being used, so they don't really need to use a disclaimer because I don't know where she works or who she is or who these people are. But this is how the story goes. So she had come in. And she had announced that she was on the prowl. She wanted somebody. And she dressed inappropriately for the workplace, but appropriate for someone who was on the hunt or the prowl. And naturally, she, this woman had uh, gotten the attention of quite a few of the men in the office, including the gentleman who caller was uh, interested in. in and... Um, he had taken uh, a special like and attention to the new worker. And uh, obviously they had um, some type of a, a relationship or a tryst or whatever you want to call it. And uh, so the caller had called and she was a bit disappointed and this and that. And there were several things that I told her. We're going to go over this today. One thing I told her is why is she wasting time on that. If there are people out here who will try to throw their dirt, when rotten cotton comes around, there are people who just want to plant their dirty dipsticks in anything, that sinful seed in any and everything. So we need to understand and know that our soil is much too precious because if you allow the seeds of weeds to grow in your fertile soil, you will have a field full of unnecessary bush that will kill off everything. This is the deal. This is what's going on. This is what I need you all to understand. 
when you are in that place where you are vulnerable, trust me, everything, every wolf, every hound, everything that has the ability to do whatever and plant something in that seed, you know, some people can come along, some wolf can come along and defecate in your fertile soil, and guess what? That defecation becomes what? It becomes that thing that can mix with the fertile soil and make it more fertile and more weeds can come in, more everything can come in. You need to understand, yes, I am the queen of metaphors and similes and all of that to make people understand. I need you to look at this in a way where we can all understand whether we're young people just starting out in this thing called the adult life or whether we're seasoned adults, because sometimes I need to talk more to the seasoned adults than I do the younger people. So this is where we are now in this world. These are the things that we are doing. I need you all to understand something. So I told the young lady last week, I said, first and foremost, after we got back and forth and I tried to get her to understand and stop wasting so much time talking about this gentleman who's not worth her time, he made his choice. And yes, she said that now he feels like a fool and he's probably the laughing stock because he was one of the idiots that actually fell for the temptress, for the sounds of the siren, you know, all of these things. He got his peace, but then he became the laughing stock because she's probably like a bicycle. Everyone's had to turn to ride her in a neighborhood, and he probably wasn't even her first choice. So he's the one sitting back feeling insecure. And you know, once they do this, a lot of times they will come back to the original fertile soil. They will come back for the backup. They will come back, and he tries to talk to her. And one thing that I told him, we're going to go through this today. I said, now, now I told her last week, I said, this is what you do. When you're at that coffee pot and you're at that watering hole and he starts to come up to you and he wants to do, you have your cup. Now, this is the first cup. I want you all to hear this. Now, usually, proper etiquette is that you don't clank your spoon along the edges of the cup. You stir in the middle, and then you just kind of like, Shake off the excess, and you put your spoon down, and then you drink your beverage. But in this case, I said, he'll need to hear this, because when he's trying to sweet talk her and do all of this, I said, this is what you have to do, and make sure that he hears it. Don't make it loud enough where you're making a scene, but make it personal. Now, this cup is really short and to the point. It's really kind of cute, so when he's talking, to you, you just do your little, and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you stop for a minute and you take a sip. And while he's still talking, to him, oh, oh, this is really, oh. Mm. Then you go back to clanking and you let him finish trying to talk to you. That's your first cup. Now, if you have someone who's not really listening, you have to graduate up to this one that I'm holding now is more, just to give you a visual, more of a nice size coffee cup. And when they come over, now you have to practice is before you actually go to work or someplace with this because the more liquid it's in, it may change the dynamics of how it sounds. So when you're there in the presence of the person who's trying to use you as his um, his option instead of his priority, okay, well, this is like a nice size coffee cup here. And the minute he walks up, you stop stirring for a minute, and you say, 
okay, this is my first cup of the day. I need to drink this. I really don't feel like talking right now. But then you can kind of like turn to the side, and if he doesn't get in, he still wants to move a little closer and talk to you. Then you have to turn your back, and you go, you get your coffee and your cream or whatever, and you pour a little in and say, I just told you I really don't feel like talking. And then you take a sip again. Oh, this is perfect. And you walk off. Just remember. Because at some point, they will really start to tell you to, um, I'm sorry, why are you clanking it? Okay, seriously, this is my priority right now. Being as though you're talking to me like an option, but my cup is my priority right now. And I really do want to drink this before it gets too cold or too hot, or whatever it may be. Now, for those people who really don't want to listen, you'll have to get to the real glass. And don't get a plastic cup. This has to be glass so they can understand because at some point they're going to say, why are you doing that? Well, because I want to get my drink just right. And good morning, Simon Swain. How goes life in your neck of the woods? And I use Simon. I see he just jumped into the chat room. Um, but you can also do that while you're at work or wherever. This person won't leave you alone. You're like, hey, girl, good morning. How you doing? And at some point, they will know that you just don't want to hear the buffoon livery. But this is like a taller glass, and this one will really get on their nerves. So this is our lesson for the day. You have the one that this, if you have to go to the list level, you know, you really have to send that strong message with this particular glass. Now, this is our coffee mug. This is the first thing in the morning mug which tells him, I don't want to talk to you right now. Him or her, gentlemen, I don't want to talk to you right now. And you do this and you have it going. It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, I don't want to talk to you right now. And then, of course, you have the cute little cup. For those of you who are not so sure you're ready to, you know, you just want to give them that second chance. This one is a little short cup. Very dainty, very, um, yeah, I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh, yeah, I'll listen to you for a few moments. But you make sure you keep with the noise because at some point they're going, it's going to get on their nerves because they actually believe that you're paying more attention to stirring whatever's in your cup than you are listening to them. So you have to make sure that you keep different ones for different scenarios. That's how that works. So the bottom line is simple, that we need to, again, take care of us, take care of the person that we see in the mirror. That's who we need to take care of. This is what I need so many of you to understand, is the fact that you mean more than to be an option to anyone else who's looking at everyone around you as a priority. And they only come back to you when the priorities are looking at them as options. So you see, this is a vicious cycle that's going around and around and around. And as long as we allow ourselves to be options, when the person who we have made a priority is looking at everyone but us as their priority, we need to break that vicious cycle. We need to come out of that. 
That's what this show is all about today. If you want to get involved, you want to call in our number 646-478-4726, especially the gentlemen. I want to hear from you because if you've been in a scenario like this where you have been an option, but yet you had her on a pedestal as a priority, Call in and let us know your story. It's always good because I always say I need people to understand. Yes, these shows were birthed out of my personal interactions with domestic violence and all of that for my personal life. But I realize that men hurt too. I realize that there are some women out here who are just as sinister as some of the men out here. So give us a call, 646-478-4726, if you want to tell your story, because I'd love to talk to you about it in here and tell you personally how sorry I am of what happened to you, because this should not happen to anyone ever till we realize that we mean more it's going to happen continually and we're going to continue to feel badly as i said before i was hoping that the young lady from last week would call in this week so we could get an update from her she has not done that yet but um This has no bearing on her, but I've worked with a lot of people all over the world. And sometimes people, not saying that this has anything to do with the caller from last week, but this is from my personal experience of doing this for many years, is that some people just aren't ready to give up on that individual. This comes into the second part of everything, because when we have convinced ourselves that we can fix people or change people. You know, the only person that we can fix and change and make better is the person that we see in the mirror. We cannot fix anyone. It's not our job to fix others. We can only fix ourselves. And in doing so, we will then realize just how important we are in this world, just as we are. If you need to fix something, fix yourself. Stop being options for people because, trust me, people know how to scope out and target and look for options. You know, this entire week for the last week, my ex, my abuser, my piece of crap has been at the neighbor's house, and he talks loudly enough where I can hear him constantly while he's there. Now, don't get me wrong. I hear him, but I move on. And when I speak with him, it's because this is a show about healing through hurt. This is a show about how to move on. Did I go outside? No, I try not to go outside where I'm in eyesight of him, eye shot, where he cannot even as much as see me. To be annoying sometimes when I want to cut my lawn and sit out on my back or whatever. Yes, it does. But I refuse. That's the one thing that I will not do because as long as I stay out of his way, he better darn well stay out of mine. Now, he can talk loudly in hopes that I hear him and all of that. But the bottom line is simple. Is that when we make that choice to move on. I need you all to understand, you move on. You do not look backwards. I speak about him and the neighbor who a couple yards away out my back porch because technically they're both homeless. 
they had a place out in Owings Mill somewhere here, and they I'm assuming that they lost that. And it seems like now they're running themselves a little car junkyard, so obviously they're hiding all the vehicles that they have made purchases for, but they don't can't don't have the money to pay for because he's broke. He's lost his license. He's lost his um he never had to my knowledge since we parted. He never had any bonding or insurance in Virginia DPOR. He was caught. He stole money, did junk work for someone, refused to return the money. They did their investigation and they took away his license that he never should have had. They found out that he lied on his initial application and that he had had prior felons and all types of things. So he lost that. But if these people, and this is another issue, these people are my neighbors. Our son, the, the neighbor who he had the affair with, and my son used to play together when they were children. So these people don't care. They have a free living handyman to do work. So that means more important than someone who abused someone and raped them and did things to them illegally. That They don't care about that. They have a freebie living in their home. So that's all that matters. So the bottom line is simple here. We need to know when to cross the line and stop being someone's footstool. Over in our show chat room, uh, Gene the Quiet Storm, he says, yep, you see hope in a hopeless situation. So you tend to hang on hoping that they will finally see that the best thing to ever happen to them is the one that has been standing by their side, treating them better than they than they are being treated. Hell, your self-esteem so low that you treat them better than you treat yourself. Exactly. That's exactly right, Gene. The bottom line is that we have gotten to a point where we have convinced ourselves that we are a child of a lesser God, that we don't matter as much, that it's because of us that maybe if we did something different to change ourselves, that would make them want us more. But the thing is that so many of these people, they've already done their homework. They already have their game plan. While we have convinced ourselves of the false impression that we need to change ourselves and hopes to change them, they already know that we are too weak to be able to ever capture their attention fully. But they know that we provide something to them. Now, this fool is out there. Now, when we first started, yeah, I would support him, and he would. I would let him put up all of his stuff in the back of my car and pick up his family members who are just as useless as he is, and I would take him to work sites because I was helping him to grow his business. And he was doing great when we were together. After we split up and he hooked up with the neighbor, they became they saw easy way out. So they would go on these coupon sites and offer coupons, and he made thousands and thousands of dollars and never did the work. He was making money hand and foot and not doing the work. That was a free way for him to get a lot of money quickly. So many people, if you knew the name of the company, all you have to do is a web search for his Better Business Bureau grade is an F. Now, it was so amazing that one week he was an A on there, and I couldn't understand that. And somebody had complained. I saw where somebody complained, and um, the next week it was an F. And then shortly thereafter, he was under investigation in Virginia for improper contracting. And then 
at the end of the investigation, they pulled his license, and it's written out. Anybody can look up the name of his company. He no longer has a website. Someone else has even um, bought his website. So someone that sells tennis shoes or something crazy now has his website. But people don't care about that. People don't care that they're dealing with criminals in this world. They just want something that's at low cost, low bid, worthless. It doesn't matter whether it's someone who's doing work in your home or contracting work, or whether it's someone that you're trying to start a relationship with. If you keep investing in worthless stock, your investment is going to be at a loss. If you don't have a high return on your investment, you're investing in the wrong stock. So you need to move forward from that. You need to make plans to understand that you mean more. If we don't understand this, there's a problem. If we continue to do this, we will continue to be unhappy. We will continue to hurt. We will continue to cry. I'm at a great place because I know what my ex is. I know that at his age, he has nothing to offer. He has no pension. He has no real job. And when he packs up every day to drive off or come back or spend the weekend or whatever it is, he'll come back not in the car that he came all weekend. It's somebody's silver BMW wagon. He throws all of his materials in the back of that car. I guarantee you that car is not the neighbor's. And I guarantee you, it's not his. Because not only that, found out that they had revoked his license years ago. Now, if he managed to finagle it back now, I, which I doubt, then he might have a driver's license. But a driver's license without insurance that's your own, he borrows other women's cars. But the neighbor is so glad to have someone with a cold heart providing a warm body in her lonely bed, she will accept anything. And that's on her. That is on her. I want to say this, that that is on her. If you want to join our conversation you can press the number one on your phone if you are in our call query. And if not, then welcome to our show. Feel free to sit back and enjoy listening in. Um, but again, let me go over here to our show chat room. I see that we have some motion over here. Uh, Jean says, yes, the best stock to invest in is yourself. Once you understand that, you will begin to see change in your life. God will remove those people who are secretly praying for your downfall. And that, Gene, is an issue that we are about to move into as well because you do have people out there who are praying for your downfall. How many talk shows do we see where we have people who come on, Mothers sleeping with their daughter's men and cousins sleeping with this person. And then they want to act like fools in front of the camera and fight each other. And this is just family. Like our caller last week said, you know, this is someone who showed up at work and announced that she was on the hunt and the prowl. But any man, I question any man. 
candy, anything that's supposed to come in a specific container, candy is supposed to be tightly wrapped. If you have candy that's open where you can see all of its sweetness and goodness, at some point it's going to go bad, it's going to dry out, it's going to rot, it won't be any good to anybody. It's the same thing with life. When you have someone who's showing everything, what on earth do you have to look forward to when every single man around you in your office space, in your church, in your school, wherever, has seen what your candy looks like? What is wrong with you as a man or a woman if you know that everybody around you has either had a lick, a taste, a look, or whatever the case may be of that that eye candy? And then you want to take them because you think, I got something. Y'all ain't get him. I got something. Y'all ain't get him or her. I got something. I got something. Baby, baby, baby. Everyone else has already had their turn. And then they return that, put it back out, they put it back in the pool for the next person. Everyone has had their turn. So like the caller last week said, he's really feeling down now. Well, he should, because he's the only fool that fell for it, hook, line, and sinker. And there was more to the story, but I was hoping that she would call in so that I could get some clarification on some things. But let me say this. The bottom line is simple. When you're in that place where you have convinced yourself that you have a prize, you're just filling your head with lies because if everyone else has had a turn and you're the end game, why would you even want something like that? You know, they stop calling Cars that were owned by someone else, used cars, now they call them pre-owned. And to make the pot sweeter, some of them are certified pre-owned. But the bottom line is that then you go online and you look these cars up, and sometimes you'll see they've had five or six different owners. It's the same way with life. It's the same way with people who come along, who treat you as an option, but you treat them as a priority. And don't get me wrong, I love a pre-owned car. If it's a good one and I see that it's got a clean record and low mileage and people just may have outgrown it or something like that, wonderful and great. But in life, when you have that pre-owned used, certified pre-owned, because then you have the certified pre-owned people, the certified people who have been passed around from owner to owner, user to user, whatever. They have certified themselves as being the best things in sliced bread and air. And you fall for it. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And then you're thinking, why do I need this person that can cook? from scratch, clean, and has supported me and all of this, then here comes eye candy, Lucretia, or or Dom the Donut, or whatever we want to call them. Here they come looking all delightful and, and delicious and all of that, and you want to taste. 
But in the meantime, while everyone else is always, and you see them gravitating towards everyone else, and you're somewhere stuck in the back office in the corner, but you're like, hey, I'm so-and-so, hey, I'm so-and-so. So when that person on the prowl is used by everyone else, because they're going to start at the top and work their way down. Because, see, when they start at the top, the top may take them out one night, get what they want, get their fill or whatever the case may be, and then they're going to move forward and not say another word about it. These people usually know how that game is played, unless they're really ruthless and then they want to go into blackmail and all of that. But I'm pretty sure the people at the top have already played these games a million times anyway. So, okay, and then they come down to you just like the gentleman last week, and you are the one, and then you want to come in with your chest out and boasting about, yeah, I dated her, and we spent the weekend together, and blah, 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 and all you hear is laughter in the background. Now, I don't care. In my situation, I don't care how my ex wants to try to soup himself up. He's a teethless, homeless individual. You all have to know my whole story to get the full picture. But he has no real job. He has no, like I said, no pension. He has no home because he has no money to pay for a home. So he has to shack up wherever he can, whenever he can, and borrow people's vehicles or pay people to come and pick up all of the extraneous matter at um, the young lady's parents' house because he doesn't have a vehicle of his own. He can't afford anything. And even if they're paying him a few dollars, they are paying him substandard wages because he's cheap labor. And if anything happens to whatever he's building, he has no insurance. He has no bonding. He has no license to be doing contracting work. But you know what? What have I said the other day, just yesterday, when I did my 15 minutes of power? We talked about um, the Karma Cafe. And what happens is in the end, People always get what they put out. So I live in a neighborhood where people could care less about me. Some like to hear the drama and the stories. And anybody who believes, because the neighbor was quick to start talking to the other neighbors and she never talked to them before, because when people are guilty, they always try to tell their story before someone else can tell it. And they want people to believe in their lies. So they want people to join in. Oh, really? Now, if you're talking to someone and you're trying to downplay the wife, the wife, oh, she did this and she did that and blah, 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 and she did this and, you know, and he's over here with us now and blah, 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 because, we, you know, he had to get out of a bad situation because, you know, he's a good guy. And, you know, still trying to get people to buy into it so you can try to pump up his business without him having a license, without him having any qualifications to do the job anymore legally. Now, me as a human being, I think, wait, but he was married to her, but now he's sleeping with you, and you're telling me all these bad things that allegedly the wife did, but he was up there, and the police kept coming up to their house while he was sleeping with you. Because, see, I have a brain, and that's the one thing out here nowadays. So many people are blinded by everything going on in society nowadays that they're not even listening to picture here. I would be questioning why are you telling me this out of the blue? That's number one. Why are you telling me this? Why are you trying me to, con to convince me that you're like the salt of the earth, that you saved some woman's husband from the wife and the family themselves? And it was so funny. Let me share this before we move on. When I, I, her parents used to speak to me all the time. 
And one day I called them in a mailbox and they said, how's the newlyweds and da, 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 da. I said, you know, and this was several months in and he started rather quickly. So I said, well, you know, he's having an affair with a neighbor. And the young lady's father went on about these dirty women out here and blah, blah, blah. And I knew that he was recovering from some type of a heart ailment. I said, mm-hmm. Okay, so these dirty women, let me make sure I understand. So a couple weeks later, I saw her sister who was in the vehicle with him. And I let her know, I said, that dirty woman that your daddy was talking about is your sister. And, you know, her initials are BS because I was like, what? how befitting that our initials are BS. So the bottom line is that our last name, my last name at the time was an S, and her name by you know, just family was the same name that I was married. So she got a chance to play the wifey. And I guess it got very good to her and the parents. They welcomed him in, but they had an easy handyman. And who wouldn't want somebody who they could get to do work at substandard wages and and cheap labor? And knowing that if he's living with her, he better give her back some money and it just keeps going around. So he can make pretend all he wants. What a lonely life to have to make pretend. And and he convinced himself, because he's a narcissistic sociopath, that he is the best thing since sliced bread and air. But you'd have to go back and listen to the shows to catch me when I'm telling the full story to understand my journey. But um, again, people, when you know that you're being mistreated and you are simply an option, whether you're married or not, you could have been married to someone for years 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, and your first thing out of your mouth is, that's all that I know. And I know a young lady who's recently divorced, and she hooked up with someone who she works with. And I pray for her every single day because this gentleman is still married. And he's married to a wife who's never had a job, who's never had anything. And, oh, oh, his thing is, yeah, um, um, yeah, I'm working on uh, getting her prepared for the divorce. So right now he has his cake and eating it too. I'm like, you're just out of a marriage. Don't put all of your eggs in that basket of a man who's hanging out with you and then going home to the wife. Because in the end, this is someone who's never depended on anybody but him, never stood up on her own two feet. So what do you think's going to happen during that divorce? She's going to take almost everything from him. So why would the other young lady to invest in this gentleman who's still not divorced, who's still saying the same game? It's the oldest trick in the book. So right now he has his side chick and he has the wife that he goes home to. And I guarantee you, they're not doing like my ex and I did. We were under the same roof but living two totally separate lives because it was financially better for us at the time. Um, Because remember then he was with me and I was sending them out there. He was bringing home money because he was doing legitimate work. Now, no, 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 no. And he was so he was so bold in the end, he would sit down and tell me his plans for the neighbor and her parents. Their house is bigger than mine. Their house is better than mine. He wanted to bid her and get his name on that house because he always wanted to own something he didn't work for. When his daughter was here, because she used to stay here with us like every other week, she would say that in my absence, he'd be on the phone telling people that he owned a house, you know, here where I live, and he owned two vehicles. All of that was mine. The house was mine. I had this house built before I even met him years ago. I had this house built from the ground, but to the women that he was trying to impress, this was his home, and the vehicles were mine and uh, were his and everything and blah, blah, blah. And he was single, and his daughter had no problems telling me what daddy was up to in my absence. Love that about her.
So I wasn't, I didn't get loud. I didn't let him know how my feelings were. I just said, I'm going to divorce you just as much as I'm saying it to you now. He didn't believe it until the knock came to the door and he was served with papers. And the first thing he said was, you really are divorcing me. Oh, well, yeah, that's what I said. And he was so bad about it. He wanted to make sure that people thought that he was innocent. He would open up the window in our bedroom and start having a one-sided argument. And he would say something like, yeah, you can call me out my name and threaten me all you want. Don't say that to me. And it was so funny because uh, my neighbor called one night. She said, are you all arguing again? I said, do you hear me saying anything to him? And she said, wait a minute. She fi- it finally clicked. Wait a minute. You're talking to me. So who's he talking to? And I said, he's not talking to anyone. He wants you all to believe that we are arguing. So when he calls the police, you all will do just like you did and call me and tell the police, oh, yeah, they used to argue all the time without figuring out that you never heard me say one word to him. That's how people get away with all types of crimes because we don't realize, we don't see what's actually or hear what's really going on. It's a mind game, and some people are good at playing that. Some people are good at sending those subliminal messages. I'd be in court, and something would have happened, and you, they could bring up everybody and say, they used to argue all the time. Well, what did you hear? Oh, I'd hear him yelling back at her. And did you hear her say anything? Well, she must have said something. He was answering her. See, that's the thing, that we need to understand how these types of people work. So you need to understand and get out of these bad situations because I guarantee you, more times than not, your situation will get worse. Your situation will get worse. I promise you this. If you don't love yourself enough to move forward, your situation will get worse. I need you to hear my words. You will get worse. I watch this show. It's a whole series called, what is it, Criminal Files or something. Some of the things that people have done to their so-called loved ones, to the people that they care about when they want to move on with someone else is ridiculous. And so many of the stories is, well, you know, the wife stayed because she wanted to keep the family together and she wanted to keep up the appearance. And in the end, she's dead somewhere underneath the concrete slab in the basement of the new house that he built for him and the other woman who's carrying his child. Just saw that one this morning. You need to understand that your life is more precious and important than that. You need to understand this. I need you to understand this. Can you do that for me? Can you promise me that you will, look, love hurts, and it's not supposed to. If your love is hurting that badly, You need to get out. I need you to get out. I don't want to hear that something happened to you. I don't want to hear that you've been hurt in any way. I don't want to discover that you're now no longer a part of this earth because you stayed longer than you should have. 
oh my gosh, please get out of these situations. Please move on. If you want to get involved, as I said, if you're in our call query, I see quite a few people here, you can press the number one on your phone to let me know that you'd like to be a part of our conversation today. I would love to hear from you. Thank you so much to all of the people over in our call, our show chat room who are participating in the discussion. Thank you so much. And Simon, you're absolutely right. But this person is someone who doesn't think that he, um, he he's entitled. If ever there was a poster child for entitlement, it would be him. And it's systemic within his family. It's generational. None of the men in his family seem to have anything to offer. Um, and, and for all of the potential that he had, my ex had, to be a great contract, and he was well on his way to being very successful, as he told me in the ending days before I – you know, he left here to go to Virginia to meet up with some other woman he met online. And I changed the locks and told him that he no longer had a home. Um, because at that point, it was considered abandonment. So I did not have a right. I did not have to let him back in legally. He was gone. He packed his things. Um, even if he intended to come back here, that was no longer going to happen after the history that we had. I was awarded the highest or the maximum um, number of days for a protection order. Um, he left my house in June of, of um, what, 2010, and I was divorced from him by December. And back then, that was before the uh, immediate divorce kicked in. There's something called the no, no wait divorces, which is what Tiger Woods and his wife had done, but you have to have a set set of requirements that have to be met in order for you to get what's called a no-wait divorce, and it takes about four to six months for the process to end, but if you can meet that criteria in the eyes of the court, you can get that divorce done right away, which is what happened. Um, I had proven all of the points um, for this state to get a no-way divorce, because back in the day, you'd have to be separated for a year. You'd have to do this. And, and as I said, I did that with us living under the same roof, yet separate lives for the most part. Um, he crossed the line a few times, and that was all added into the um, judgments. But um, again, I have, I w was um, given the maximum uh, that can be given for protection order, and then I was allowed to have the um, immediate divorce or no-wait divorce um, and got me right before Christmas, the Christmas holidays. I think it was December 21st. I was the judge signed off on my divorce from this monster, and now he's living a couple yards away, he and the neighbor, um, a couple yards away from my home. Um, I can walk out at any given time, and he's more cautious now. Uh, initially, he would come around and talk to all the neighbors and make sure that he walked past the house and things like that. He's more cautious now. He doesn't, um, he's not as loud as he used to be, especially when he knows that I'm home. Um, so all of these things come into play. Uh, over in our chat room, we have some activity. Gene says, abusive people, verbal and physical, are the best actors, though. 
no one would imagine that these great people were actually wearing snakeskin under their church robes. Most people will tell you that they love their personality. Uh, Jean goes on to say they know how to win people's affection, but behind closed doors, beating up on their loved ones, beating up on them, threatening them, um, all types of things that went on. And and one thing that I learned is that um, in my situation, it ran deeper. It um, Getting to the root of things, it started in my childhood because um, some some of you, the listeners and people who are closest to me, you know my story and you know that. I had to walk away from everyone. My family, for the most part, is are people who I'm not connected to by DNA anymore because um, – you know, there are people in the family who have rooted themselves and people believe that these people are the best things since sliced bread and air, and there's nothing that they just can't fathom that these people who are such angels in public could be Satan himself behind closed doors. And one thing that we need to understand is that when you plant these types of seeds in all types of fertile soil, this is how you get serial killers. This is how you get people who commit suicide. This is how you get people who become abusers generation after generation because people only see the surface. When marketing, what do you see? Everything is done. Commercials are beautiful. They put things in the most wonderful presentation and prettiest rappers and all of that to entice you. This is the same thing that happens in life. This is the same thing that happens in our relationships. There are people who put themselves in the most wonderful rappers in the world. And what happens? What happens? Tell me what you see. Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, I like it. Oh, that's wonderful. And all I ever hear is you're a bad person because this person can't possibly be anything. And I'm not the one who said one word. But the people out here who do the worst things are always the ones who cry wolf. They're always the ones who want to play the victim. They're always the ones who want people to jump on their bandwagon to help attack the people who are their targets. It never fails in family, in business, in work, in life, wherever, in school. Parents, take time and talk to your children. I need you to take time to talk to your children. Husbands, talk to your wives. Wives, listen to your husbands. Oh, my gosh, I don't know how many times I hear women who think, once you have them, you're supposed to let your guard and game down. No, relationships take work. Keep it up. Keep going to the gym. Keep going. I don't want to hear I got children. I had all that too. And I've had a roller coaster ride. I think I'm heavier now than I was when I had the husband and the child and the family and the business and the this and the that. The bottom line is is simple. I'm doing so much now with some health issues right now. There are days when I just don't feel like it. But every day I try to do something that keeps me active. Over in our chat room, Jean says, LOL, we're always talking about the saints that ain't. We both have a history of them gravitating to our circle to test us. But thankfully, we've overcome and removed these toxic people from our lives to claim victory over our own lives. Amen to that. That is exactly right. And let me, let me, um, let me say this again for those of you. My shows are never scripted. I never talk about something that I don't know anything about. That's when I will have a special guest on who does know about the issue. 
uh, whenever um, I'm talking here and a lot of my show uh, participants are people who have walked these roads, they know this journey. I don't speak about anything or any journey that I don't know anything about. I just don't do that. So when I talk to you, it's not scripted. Whatever comes out of my mouth is what comes to my head at this particular moment, this very moment, because I'm speaking from experience in my soul and my heart and my spirit. I have been broken. I'm still broken to a degree and will be for some time, but the difference is that I will sift through every broken shard out there pick the best pieces and keep recreating myself as a new, improved, and better masterpiece each and every time until there is no pieces left. And at that point, that will probably be when my time on this earth will be over. But every time you are broken, you go through those pieces. You pick the strongest, the prettiest, and the best, and you figure out a way to create a new masterpiece with what is left. Because guess what? Every time you do that, you are creating it from the pieces that were able to become the strongest, that weren't so shattered that you couldn't do anything with them. The pieces that you could still put together, those are the pieces that are strongest, so therefore your new masterpiece will be stronger than the last masterpiece. Are you following what I'm saying? That's the truth of the matter. Know thy worth. That's the name of this series for this year. Know thy worth. I'm too busy to come home and notice that I come home to an empty house. I don't have any pets anymore. There's no other beating heart except for some vermin out here like spiders and bugs and all kind of things probably in here somewhere. I'm glad I don't see them. But other than that, there's no known beating hearts in here. I come home to an empty place, but guess what? I also come home to peace. I come home to security. I come home knowing that I don't have to worry to see when there's going to be a new hole knocked in my wall, when there's going to be a new place where someone's tried to burn my house down so that if they can't have half of it, I can have none of it. I don't come home to that anymore. And you see, my ex can pretend all he wants. The monster that he is is still there lying in wait, but he has to put on that mask in front of the neighbor and her family because he's on a mission. This is that moment of silence that I told you all about where you need to think about this. If there are people in your lives like the people that I'm talking to, you know someone who's going through this, I charge you. These people are crying out in silence, and a lot of times the worst thing that can happen in this whole scenario with me and my abuser, my ex-husband, was the fact that here come the people out the woodworks after the fact. I thought something was wrong, but I ain't want to say nothing. I thought something was wrong, but I didn't want to get involved. I thought. You know, I knew something was wrong, but who am I to say something? You know, I ain't no, oh, I ain't this and I ain't that. That hurt me more because what are you going to say if I ended up in a box? What would you say then? 
You see, I went through the system, and one thing I learned about the system is that there are a lot of people in the system, the judges and the people involved, who don't give a hoot. I had a judge tell me, and I'm of a darker hue, I had a judge tell me to come back when he could see bruises on me. He denied my protection order because he couldn't see the bruises. He couldn't touch my skin and know that it hurt here, there, and everywhere. He had to see bruises. And it, for those of you who don't know, people of a darker hue, it takes longer for us to show a bruise outright. If a bruise comes up on me, that means that I have probably been beaten very close to death itself. My skin just doesn't show bruises like that. Now, after I'm dead and they do all of their little tests and things and take all of their fancy equipment, they'll probably see all of them. But it'll be too late then. And when I talk to one of the most famous place for domestic violence and women and all of that, they told me that they have a list of judges. And I said, why don't you tell us about them? And they said, oh, no, that would cut into their funding. So you see, the same women that I was helping prior to, when I became another number in the system and I had to experience what they experienced firsthand, I don't have a problem telling you. Another group told me, point blank, we can't help you right now because we're kind of backed up, but we love you anyway. What the hell does that do for me? Another popular group that's getting your tax dollars because people donate to these branded nonprofits who aren't doing much of anything for us. That's the one thing that made me dissolve my for-profit corporation and I started my nonprofit. Because as you can see, every week I'm here, almost every week, I'm here giving out some type of titanium tidbits because everybody and their brother does those nuggets. I do titanium tidbits because everybody else has a nugget. I don't go by the crowd. I don't go following what the foo-foo gurus, those feel-good people do. I tell you something different. I give you my titanium tidbits. I try to help and encourage as many people as I can by way of these programs, whether we're doing real-world events or whether we're doing virtual events. I try to help as many people as I can. I had only wished that the young lady had called last week, um, from last week, so that I could see how her week had gone. But she didn't call back this week. I hope that I will hear from her again soon. So we'll just keep her in prayer, but we have to keep it moving because so many people are still lost in the darkness, and I need to help you all find your way back into the light. I'm not where I'm going to end up, but look, I'm still moving forward towards wherever my end game will be. And in order for me to do that, yes, sometimes it gets to be very hard to continue to um, tell the stories over and over again. Because at some point I'm going to retire and be tired of telling it and doing all of that. I don't say their names. I don't give them because when you say their names and things like that, you give them life that they don't deserve. You give them a spot in your psyche that, they don't, that they're not worthy of being in. But I have to tell the stories to connect with those people who are living the same hell that I lived. That's the difference. So this is your time before 
we start to wind this down. If you have any comments you want to make, Simon or Jean or any of our callers in the call query, now is the time for you to, you don't have to say your name. You, you can just tell your story and share if you want to. But guess what? If you don't want to and you're comfortable sitting right there listening, it does my heart good to know that you have stuck it out with me and you have been here listening to my words. That's what matters the most is that you are here and you know that I'm here for you. So before we go any further, let me give you all some information on how you can stay connected and get involved. There's several ways. Um, we have several social media sites that you can join over on Facebook. Um, we have several groups there that uh, you can hook up with if you want to stay involved. Well, let me tell you this first. Over on Google+, Plus, I have the Relationship Recovery Group there. Um, if you want to join us, that's my worldwide coaching and leadership group. Um, Relationship Recovery is the name, and you can identify my group now because there's a ton of them. Because the photo there, it says the story of a good life in four words, respect, honesty, trust, loyalty, the end. Um, it's one of my photographs. I don't remember whether it was dusk or dawn. I think it was dusk that I took that photograph. But you will see the words, the story of a good life in four words, respect, honesty, trust, loyalty, the end. That is my relationship recovery group. We're over a 1,000 members strong. And one thing that we have is longevity. People that usually join, they stay because we are a tightly knit family and we stay together to motivate and encourage one another as best we can. So that's one of the um, places that uh, you can definitely join in. Uh, over on Facebook, the best group you want to look up, Let's Grow with C. Maria. Let me say that again, Let's Grow with C. Maria. That is my uh, professional page. You can keep up with everything that's going on, all of our shows, um, daily encouragement. Um, you might want to invest in that. Ladies, there's a group called WOW, W-O-W-W, Women of Wisdom and Worth. Uh, if you want to stop by and get some encouragement, again, a lot of updates are placed there as well. And I also have a trademark group focus which stands for females offering clarity unity and success we have a uh, focus females global group that is our professional group that has a lot of um, counselors and, and psychiatrists and people there which the uh, Google Plus group does as well uh, so if you're ready to take that leap you can join us there uh, our websites, mine is www.cmariawall.com, and uh, all of our programs, this are Sunday Morning Inspiration, the Saturday Morning Motivation, and the Mother Show, Healing Through Heard iTalk Radio, sponsored by the Wall Foundation Incorporated. That is an IRS-approved and recognized tax-exempt 501c3 nonprofit here in the United States. If you want to get involved in any way, each of the websites do have contact forms there or ways that you can donate your tax-exempt um, monetary donations, which are, of course, tax-exempt to the full extent of current laws here in the United States. 
So again, if you want to get involved, if you just want to donate your time, especially if you're an attorney or an accountant or you're someone and you want some airplay and you want to give us some good advice about what to do when we're starting over and how to start over, please reach out to me. And my number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. Reach out, get involved. We have been touching the world and we want to continue to touch the world. As I said at the beginning of our program, our top five countries for this, uh, for last week, uh, the United States, the UK, Canada, the Philippines, and India, they had our top listenership for last week. And those are just five of many. So I want you to understand that we are so serious about, I am so passionate about, and we are serious about helping people all over the world, and we do. We had a young lady mm, a couple of years ago, she contacted me. She had been sold into slavery by her family. I had to get in contact with the U.S. embassies and all of these different people to try to track down this young lady with the information that she gave me, or someone who was um, disabled and her boyfriend was mistreating her and stealing her disability checks and sent a message and gave partial phone number because he had come in and scared her. I had to figure out who this person was and get the rest of the number and go through the 9-11 exchange um, to uh, get connected to the state police and other places and to find out if the person was all right when they got there. They got these people out of these situations. This is what we do. This is the types of things that we do behind the scenes. And does it take a lot of effort and support? It does. But guess what? No matter what we have, if I can just be here and pass it along, then that's what I'm going to do because there are people living out here who are hurting, and there are so many of these most popular branded so-called nonprofits who put more money into the salaries of the CEOs than they do into helping the people. We are still right here, grassroots. I am still right here with you. I am not just a worker. I am the C. Maria Wall who is here with you. I cry with you. I laugh with you. I stand by you. And if need be, I help pave that road so that your journey is less stressful and you don't have as many pitfalls and roadblocks because I am walking slightly ahead of you, helping you along. That's what we believe in. That's what we do. I have been through a lot in my life. There are some elders who say, my baby, baby, you have gone through so much. You have gone through so much. In your life. And I have. And it it was just my life. I didn't know until I was much older that, Jesus, this was not supposed to happen this way. Don't let it happen to you. Don't let it happen to you. So to my friend in the UK and Jean and everyone over in the, oh, guest number seven, if you wanted to get involved with the chat, you'd have to log in under a screen name. You can't chat or give us a call at 646-478-4726. Unfortunately, guests cannot participate in the chat unless they're under a an assigned screen name there. I forgot to tell you that earlier. 
But if we don't have any more comments, we're going to start to wind this down because doing these types of shows can be very draining and taxing when you're trying to get people to wake up and know that they are worth more and know their worth. How befitting that my series this year was called Know Thy Worth. I knew that I was worth more than staying in a bad relationship where this jackhole was going to flaunt himself all over the place and show off for the people and and want to um, make sure that the neighborhood knew what he was doing because he was just that much of a sociopath and a narcissist that he didn't care. He wanted people to know, I got my wife and I'm dealing with this one too and I'm the man. He lived in his own special world, and he still does. But now he has to play a different game because he has to put on that mask and keep up the appearance so that these people don't I, – I, I feel nothing for them. I can tell you this because they knew what he did. And common sense should tell you, wait, now you're sleeping with my daughter or my sister or somebody, and nobody obviously looks into people's background to see, you know, just how legitimate they are. And everything that I'm saying, the difference is it doesn't come down to he said, she said. If people do their homework, if they go on to the court sites, D.C., Virginia, Maryland, they'll see all of his court records. If people go to the Virginia DPOR, pull up his name and or his company's name, they will see the records where he lost his license some time ago. So it's not like it's anything. I don't talk. He said, she said, I speak fact. And that's where we are. So once again today, I want to thank you all for being here. I want to encourage you to look in the mirror and tell that person that you see that they deserve the absolute best, no matter who he or she is. And if you think that you are at rock bottom, just remember, when you're at rock bottom, you're on solid ground. Your ground zero means that you are on solid ground now. You have nowhere to go but up. So until next time, listen. As always, what do I tell you all every single week? Even if you don't pray, I'll just say it for you. I'll pray for you anyway because it's what I like to do. Because I believe that when we ask the universe and the great I am, whatever name you want to give to the thing that has no name, when we ask for it, it shall be given. So I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough rain to brighten. I pray you enough sun to brighten your rainy days. And I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door or coming your way. From this very moment and beyond. But just remember, keep your cups handy. And remember, when you need to stir, stir that pot in your favor. Simon, thank you so much for being here again this week. 
enjoy the wonderful weather in your day over there in the UK. Thank you so much for joining in. It's great to see you again. Love when you show up. Jean, thank you so much for all of your continued support. Hope to see you all back here again. Um, Give me some topics. Tell me what you want us to talk about. I would love to hear from you, and just tell me what you need, and we can make this the best show ever. Thank you so much, Simon Says. Thank you for an awesome show, and thank you for being an awesome supporter and coming back again. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you all who come back and listen to the shows and the replay. You all are so awesome. And as I said, I'm still on my journey. So as much as you all say that I'm helping you, you are helping me as well. And this is when we grow strong, when we help one another. Just as a recap, this week's inspiration is Luke 8.15. As for that in in good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart. And bear fruit with patience. Sometimes we have to wait for the right person to come along. And sometimes when we think that we've got the right person, and when we find out that they are not, we need to know how to clear out the weeds, clear our land, get our soil back in good order. And there's nothing more than looking at beautiful, fertile soil. Oh, my goodness, that is some of the prettiest dirt in the world. We have to be so careful of what we are planning in it. So just remember that. Continue to smile even when you don't want to. Walk proudly even when you're in the midst of a storm. Walk proudly. Stand your ground. Hold fast and know that tomorrow is coming and that it will be another chance to get a little bit closer to your destiny, to your end game. To the sunlight again So until then Thank you so much everyone Um, Like I said Reach out 202-618-2556 Let's grow At cmariawall.com Is my email in case you want to Email me Contact at thewallfoundationinc.org Is our foundation there I gave you all of our Main social websites Reach out, get involved, join us. If you join it on Facebook, feel free to tell me. Send me a message and say, hey, Maria, it's XYZ from the show. Um, Let's hook up. Let's make this a great thing. I'm planning on doing something that's worldwide again, uh, probably on the virtual front where we can all meet. And if you have your webcams and all of that, we can sit down and look at one another and talk and have a grand old time. So I'm working on that right now in hopes that um, we can get that together so that we can have a worldwide event where we can meet all of our friends and people or meet new friends. Most people will already know me, but I get to see you face to face and we can talk, laugh and cry or do whatever we want to do. So be on the lookout for that information. So until next time, be well, be blessed, continue to pay it and pray it forward. I will see you all soon. Thanks so much for being here. I'm about to start my day now. So take care. I'm here for you. You know how to reach me. 
Thanks again. I will be over in the chat room for a few moments if you have any um, any final words. So until then, be well, be blessed. I'm coming over to the chat room for a few moments, and then the show will end. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me. Oh. The way that God loves me. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can't seem to comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me. The way that God loves me. God loves me. The way that God loves me. But I bathed in the mind. Submerged myself in the decay of the world. Making bad decisions over and over again. Drenching my pillow with tears again. Thinking the void could be filled by a man. A man who blackened my eyes, demolished my pride, as he daily belittled my self-esteem. With each raise of his hands, I had to muffle a scream. But I don't have to stay here, trapped in my pain here. My Redeemer conquered death, hell, and the grave. Yahweh lives. So my soul can be saved. Mm, the way that God loves me. Yeah. The way that God loves me. Mm, the way that God loves me. Mm. Why do I keep doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else Who can't seem to comprehend And just pretend, just pretend to love me The way that God loves me I can rise, rise from the dark clouds That were weighing me down Shake off the chains that were keeping me bound I can use my broken pieces to encourage someone else Speak life to a situation. Release my brother, my sister from a state of depression. Because you don't have to stay here. Trapped in your pain here. Jehovah lives. You too can be saved. Why do I doing this to myself? Giving my heart to someone else. Who can see Comprehend and just pretend, just pretend to love me the way that God loves me.
that God loves me. Hmm. All right, everyone. This concludes our broadcast day. Thank you, as always, for being here. And thank you to those of you who will be listening to our show in the replay. Your support, your encouragement, your motivation, your inspiration is appreciated more than my mere words could ever express fully. Thank you again. Again, if you need me, 202-618-2556. Let's grow at cmariawall.com. Reach out, join some of our social media sites, follow me on Facebook. Until next time, keep moving forward and know that when you're on solid ground, when you're at ground zero, you're on solid ground. And you're not alone. Take care. Be well. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.